and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Welcome to the Narrator's Podcast. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrators, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. The show takes place on the third Wednesday of every month at the Buntport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Hello, this is Mary, co-host of the Narrator's San Diego. So this summer, I had the privilege of attending a summer arts program for the art of memoir writing. And it was a very special, cool experience. It was like summer camp for adults, where I spent two weeks with a wonderful group of people, and we shared our stories. And one of the questions that I asked over and over again and, and thought about the whole time that I was working on this project was this question of truth. And how is the memoir different than the autobiography? As a genre, is it different because of truth? And you think about these sort of scandals like James Frey, who wrote A Million Little Pieces and was vilified for not telling the truth. It turns out that the memoir is expected to be true, yet it's still expected to be entertaining and compelling and interesting to the reader. And so the process of thinking about writing memoir or writing autobiography is, is this question of what is, what is true and how do you tell a story that's interesting and that's based on your memories that's also true. So the narrators is, is also something that makes me think a lot about truth. And I've had many experiences as an audience member at the narrators where I've seen someone tell a story and I flat out am convinced that they're not telling the truth. And Robert and I will debate about it on the drive home and we'll talk about it later. And it's t- it tends to stick with me that I, I realize that I have this sort of anxiety about stories that I don't necessarily believe. Um, and it is this, th- this theme of this show is true stories based on a theme. And, and that's what we're doing here. And this is the process. But it's very hard to to decide what is true and what is not and and how do you tell someone what is and isn't their truth do dreams count as true so this next storyteller attended the memoir writing workshop with me her name is wendy smith she told her story at tiger tiger tavern on september 8th 2015 so take a listen and you can think for yourself about this question of truth This is called My First Sex Dream. (laughs) Captain Kirk is magic and will grant all my wishes. We stand on the bridge of the Enterprise, eight-year-old me looking up at his small, wry smile, his forelock curling. He consumes me with the focus of his side eye. (laughs) I inhale, and I wish for my own bedroom on the Enterprise. Maybe I just want my own private space. Maybe I'm unclear on the concept of military quarters, but Captain Kirk anticipates my needs better than I. And he magics me a large feminine bedroom, the carpet, long white shag, the queen-sized bed covered in the finest pink Muppet fur. Fuzzy pink and white pillows are strewn about along with a lot of stuffed animals. My waking life bedroom isn't pink. It is yellow and red with an orange carpet. I brush with my hairbrush to make it perfect and bright. 
I'm an animal girl more than a doll girl. In fact, I have at least 20 Brayer horses. For example, old timer. He's gray and wears a hat, which may be easily removed. Misty of Shinkatig, Bridie of the Grand Canyon, Red Roan, the Clydesdale, the pawing stallions, the attentive mares, and one mid-leap over a detachable bridge. Do you know that one? Mid-leap. My babysitter, Jennifer Swan, made her bedroom into an astounding shrine to Brayer horses. I'm lucky to have toured this wondrous place. Her horses pose on shelves organized by breed, all facing her bed. She shows me how to check for the official Brayer brand on the inside of the left hind leg. Jennifer has added her own brand on the inside of each horse's right hind leg, really a scotch-taped number which corresponds to a three-wing binder, name, age, genealogy. I aspire to this level of devotion, but lack the zeal of the Brayer horse true believer. You may also know this. Barbie can't ride Brayer horses. She can only scissor them with her unbendy legs. <laughs> and Ken, my particular Ken, is called Mod Hair Ken because he comes with realistic hair and stick-on, peel-off sideburns, beard, and mustache so you can switch out his look. Which is good because he only has one outfit, a plaid jacket with a kind of fake white turtleneck my mom says is called a dicky. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ken is fake in even more ways than a dicky. So anyway, my horses have their own tribe, no humans allowed. Around Christmas, when I play with my grandmother's um, nativity scene, I pretend that the animals have killed all the humans and are going to raise baby Jesus together. The hard part is, though, I, I can never figure out what to do with the shepherd because he has a sheep around his neck. What do you do? If you kill him, you kill the sheep, right? Anyways, back to the enterprise. Like I said, I am surprised to find myself perfectly pleased with this spacious, pink, fluffy space bedroom. And Captain Kirk has wish-granting skills for miles. So, my next wish is for a horse. A real one. Duh. Freshly beamed and rematerialized, I am on the back of the most beautiful, black, gleaming, tall, shining stallion. I'm told his name is Spanish Prince because he is a reincarnated Spanish Prince. You know this anyway because he's covered with decorations, medallions, mail, scales, jingly bits. I pose on Spanish Prince's back in a dignified way near the sea. In the distance, I see a man with no penis jump from a rock into the ocean. You can feel free to psychoanalyze that. But I am perfectly happy. Of course, I dream all this before. Before. Before I was kidnapped in Tremont at age 12 by Reverend Richard Wayne Gary Wayne and kept underground with the other mole women. We were second and third and fourth wives and our bodies were chewed and spat out like gum. We dug cellar dirt with our bare hands and tried to escape naked through the yard and finally did escape when a neighbor heard my plea for help and put down his McDonald's and came and ran to me. Now it's a lie. Mary said this had to be a true story. And it's not, that part's not true. Yes, it is.
The Narrators is produced by Robert Rutherford, Aaron Rollman, Mary Robertson, and me, Ron Doyle. I produce and record the podcast with engineering assistance by Josh Johnson. And our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orvidal. The Narrators podcast is brought to you by these amazing sponsors. The great guys at Illegal Pete's and Greater Than Records, who in addition to providing rad burritos all over town, provide great local music and comedy. The next time you need a photographer, remember From the Hip Photo. You can learn more about their honest and unforgettable service at fromthehipphoto.com. Check out the appropriately named Sexy Pizza on their website, sexypizzaonline.com. And finally, by Breckenridge Brewery, making balanced, approachable, and interesting handcrafted beers in Colorado for over 25 years. Check them out at breckbrew.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or on your favorite mobile podcatcher. For more information and to find past episodes, visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening.